You are listening to the Look Up Collective podcast, a podcast where we help you thrive in your home and business. We're your coaches, Chris, Elizabeth, and Wynn. And if you are looking for simple, actionable, encouraging conversations to help you be rooted in what matters so you can look up and serve others, you are in the right place. Let's dive in. If you know me, you know I love rhythms so much. Maybe I call myself the rhythms queen. Maybe other people call me that. I don't know. But a rhythm is just before we start like giving you super practical things of how. So we've talked so much about why and so much of the how is through creating sustainable rhythms. So a rhythm is super different than a routine. A lot of people know what a routine is. A routine is okay. I get up and I brush my teeth and then I do this and then I start the car. Do I do? Maybe you have like times next to it. I do this at this time, this at this time, this at this time. Typically with routines, my experience and my experience in talking to people is if you miss one thing of your routine or you're off a little bit in the time, it just feels, oh my gosh, the world is like on fire and I just can't even come back from that. I'll just try again tomorrow. Do you guys feel that? <laughs> So a rhythm is very different because a rhythm is just a way of life. A rhythm is how you have decided that you want your day to flow. It's not super structured. It's not like we're doing all these things on the checklist, but it is a flow of life that you get to decide. Rhythms change. Rhythms change over time, but a rhythm really will help you. To me, it's something that becomes a rhythm. It starts as a habit, and then you can work it into a system. Like we talk a lot about like habit stacking. And then it becomes a rhythm. It becomes something you don't think about. I bet you don't think about the fact that you're going to wake up and brush your teeth. I bet you just go in the bathroom in the morning and go to the bathroom and brush your teeth. You're not like, oh, I checked that off my list. I brushed my teeth today. You just did it. And so eventually, once you create the habit of something that you want to create, okay, this is who do you want to become? Who's the person that you want to become? Do you want to become somebody who lives from a place of peace and flow in life? Yes, then you can create habits that then will become rhythms that will help you be more of that, okay? Because we are all in the process forever and ever on this side, on our time on earth, becoming. We are becoming more and more the women that God has called and created us to be. Okay, so that's what rhythms are. So we are going to give you, because we know you, because we are you, and we know some things that will really help you start implementing and putting into practice ways that you can create life-giving, sustainable rhythms in your life. So the first one is learning to invest in yourself. When I say that, what comes up when I say learning to invest in yourself? This is why it's so important to invest in ourselves because you are, as the mom, as the wife, you are the temperature setter in your home, right? Like you have so much power and control over what happens in your home. And if you are running on empty, like you didn't put gas in your car on a Friday, like you said you would, and then it's Monday morning and you're going to school and you have to stop at the gas station to get gas and you're late for school. We will. I've been there. Anybody else? You cannot run on empty. If you've ever traveled on an airplane, you know what they say before you take off. If the oxygen mask falls, put yours on first before you put it on your kids. So if you want to be the wife, mom, homemaker, business owner, that you were created to be, you have to get into a rhythm of investing in yourself. We want to pour out to others, 
from an overflow. Elizabeth says all the time, we want to pour from a deep tended well, because we all know what it's like when we're pouring on empty. We get short with our kids. We get angry. We get frustrated. We yell. We're late. We're rushing. How does it feel for you when you're late and you're rushing and you're annoyed with your family? It doesn't feel good for me. I still have those days. I had that day recently. It doesn't feel good. But when you can make time to invest in yourself, even little pockets, and this is what I want to convince you of today, this doesn't have to take a long time and this doesn't have to take a lot of money. I am not saying go get a massage this weekend and go get your nails done every month and take a two-hour bath every afternoon. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying find little pockets of ways to invest in yourself. And it all goes back to what you're looking for is what you're going to find. So one of the habits that I'm trying to cultivate right now is getting outside and walking. We believe that two ways that you really can start to invest in yourself that are virtually free, one of them is free, one of them is virtually free, is journaling and getting outside and walking. There is something so powerful and there's tons of science behind being outside, being in nature, moving your body. We say all the time, movement is medicine because I am walking every day. I'm looking for pockets of time. I'm like, okay, can I walk for 10 minutes before I have to leave to go pick up my two-year-old at Mother's Day out? Can I go on a quick walk after dinner while my husband's cleaning up the kitchen? Can I get up early? Like I'm looking for it. And when I'm looking for it, that's what I'm finding. So going on a walk is a huge way to invest in yourself. I go through phases of my walk. Sometimes I'm listening to a book or a podcast, or sometimes I use it to catch up with friends or on messages. But lately I've just been like going on a walk in silence and just being decompressing, spending some time praying, just listening to the birds and listening to the wind through the trees and saying hi to the people that walk past me. Just getting outside and moving is a huge way to invest in yourself. The other way that we love to invest in ourselves is by journaling. So I love to journal. I just started a new journal, which makes me super happy. And Elizabeth's going to talk about all the objections that we all have around journaling because we've heard them all and we hear them all the time and we totally get it. But I am here to say, if you develop the life-giving rhythm of journaling, it will completely transform your life. Not even exaggerating. It is the unlock. When I first started this work, I was like a journaling fanatic. I was like, okay, when can I journal? When can I find time to do this? I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do it. Getting my thoughts from my head onto paper. Our brain is not meant to be a storage unit. It's a processing unit. And we have so much up here in our heads all the time. So much. And we don't, sometimes we don't even know what we're thinking. We don't know what we're feeling. We don't know how we're doing. We just stuff it. We'd stuff it and it's just there. Journaling is a huge way to get those things out of your head and onto paper. But I know you're going to say, well, I can't do that. I don't have time to journal. Again, you're going to find what you're looking for. If you tell yourself, I don't have time to journal. I'm too busy for that. I don't have any space for that. That's exactly what you're going to find. What if, what if you did have time? What if you decided that you wanted to invest in yourself literally five minutes at a time, five minutes at a time? I bet, I bet if we're honest, we all scroll for at least five minutes a day on our phone or we watch TV for five minutes or we online shop for five minutes. I'm not, this is not coming from a place of judgment. 
I'm with you. I do it too. I actually, yesterday I was like, I really needed to make space to journal. And I was having those thoughts of, I don't know, I got to start homeschooling. I need to change the laundry. I need to text that person back. I have all this stuff to do. So I actually put my phone up and did a time-lapse because if you time-lapse yourself doing something, this is a great hack for anything, cleaning, organizing, putting away laundry, then you can't look at your phone because it's doing a time-lapse. So I did that for two reasons, to not be distracted and to see how long it actually took me. And it was seven minutes and 19 seconds. And it completely shifted the trajectory of my day. And I was feeling super tender yesterday. And by taking that time to really, I went on a walk, I did some journaling. And by taking that time then and not rushing through it, I was able to really shift the whole rest of the day. So seven minutes, we all have that. Yes. So you may be thinking, I hear you win, but I don't journal. I don't even know how to do it. What if I don't do it right? That's a big thing that we've heard. And if you are naturally more on the perfectionistic side, that is what trips us up. What if I don't do it right? What if it's not pretty? What if someone reads it? Those are questions that constantly tripped me up for years. Perfectionism says that journaling has to be this long elaborate drama session of burying our soul and like all the tears flowing. And sometimes, yes, tears flow. We welcome the tears, but it doesn't have to be that. It's like us thinking we have to run a marathon before we even walk a mile. Our brains tell us that we don't have time for that. We all do it because it's our brain's way of protecting us and conserving energy of you don't have time for that. Let's stay stuck here because that keeps us like safe in the sense that we don't have to expel, exert energy if we just stay where we are. That's what our brain wants because it's trying to keep us safe. So we can be onto our brain and, oh, brain, I see you. I see you trying to protect me, but that's okay. Like we can. And so that's why we give up before we even pick up the pen. When walking a mile Like we don't have to run a marathon. Walking a mile is amazing. And your mile, meaning like with a journal, can truly look like, like just like Wayne said, it's in my notes, it's like setting a timer on your phone for five minutes. Literally, that's it. Getting all of your thoughts down on paper and whatever comes out in those five minutes is enough. How amazing is that? Oh my gosh, I can do that. Whatever comes out in five minutes, whatever comes out in seven minutes, that's enough. It's incredible. It really can be just that. And that five minute investment will pay dividends all day long. All of us know what that feels like when we start to invest in ourselves or even that thought and get curious on why you feel guilty. What story are you holding on to? that you need to like hold up and see, does this like line up with what I truly believe? Because a lot of times when we feel guilty about investing in ourselves is we don't see that we are worthy of it. But God says that you are his beloved, that you are worthy of investing in your heart, your spirit, your mind, your soul. Even Jesus himself stepped away. He invested in himself with time with the father And so you are his beloved, you are his treasure, and you are worthy of investing in. And so getting all of those thoughts out on paper, remember, we're not talking about an hour-long drama session. We're talking about five minutes. It's in getting those thoughts that are just running amok 
We all as women know what that feels like. It's running amok and just wreaking havoc in our brain. That's what creates the overwhelm. And when you put it down on paper, this it doesn't all of a sudden doesn't have the same weight that it once did. It's wow, you feel lighter and freer as you clear the clutter, freeing up so much brain space to focus on what really matters to you. Processing your thoughts and emotions. I want you to hear this. Processing your thoughts and emotions equals presence. It's truly so hard to be present when our minds are constantly somewhere else. This practice of journaling and getting your thoughts down on paper, it's truly the gift of presence. And if being a present mom is important to you, and I know it is, I know it is, you can't afford not to make this small investment in yourself because it's going to pay, like literally pay you back in ways that it's going to impact eternity. And so just helping you shift in the sense of, wow, I don't have time for this, but if actually, if I make time for this, if I put this first, this five minutes, how it's going to affect the rest of my day. What happens is we want to abandon, like when we're in full seasons and when we're serving a lot of people, we want to abandon our own needs. But it's so important that we realize if we invest in ourselves, there's going to be so much more to give. There's going to be abundance and you're going to start to see abundance. You're going to start to see, for instance, one thing I'm doing 75 hard right now, which is a lot of different things that I'm adding to my life, right? But I am finding more rest, more abundance, more than ever. Just like when said, like she has more going on in her life. Her circumstances got further. We homeschool. We know what that feels like to have a really full plate. That's why we can't afford not to invest in ourselves. That's how important it is that we invest in ourselves because we are going to be able to pour from that deep, tended well. And that is something I've committed to myself. I have abandoned myself for far too long. And I decided, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. I am worthy to be invested in, just like I believe everyone else is worthy for me to pour out into. And so I want to, I don't have to, oh my goodness. One of our Luco gals, she wrote a a post yesterday and I want to grab it really quick, but it was something along like stress doesn't have to be the banner that we wave over motherhood. Guys, wow, soak that in. We don't have to just wave the banner of stress that we just don't have to succumb to it, that it's just gonna be stressful. Yes, are we gonna have stressful moments? Are we gonna have hard moments in our day? Yes, but we don't have to just wave the banner and and just succumb to stress and chaos and overwhelm. We can decide how we show up to our days. And investing in yourself doesn't mean this massive amounts of time. It can literally look like five minutes here, seven minutes here, a 10 minute walk down your road. It's saying it's listening to your body and listening to those cues and those messages, those whispers that are coming up. And that's what happens as women, as moms, we ignore it for so long. We ignore those whispers. We ignore the messages that our body is trying to send us. 
And we do pay for it eventually. It does all bubble back up. And that's why we have the overwhelm. That's why we have the panic attacks. That's why we have all of these things. But if we can be proactive and say, wow, I am worthy of investing in and taking that time to do that. When we say taking time, like we said, it does not have to be so long. It's going to literally impact eternity. It's going to make a generational impact on your home or your whole Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So good. I was going to say it per- goes perfectly what with what I think you say her name, Kalina. So beautiful. Said in the comments, she said, not investing in myself has impacted my health in a real way with an autoimmune disease. Investing in myself isn't optional anymore. Processing thoughts and emotions are so important. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. It's just what Elizabeth was saying. Like, it's not an, like, it, it is an option until it's not an option. So is that like you pay now or you pay later? <laughs> And so if you can be proactive and take care of yourself in little ways, now, even if it doesn't seem logical, even if it doesn't make sense, even yesterday, my husband was out of town, was trying to find a time to meet with Chris Elizabeth. And I go to the gym on Tuesday afternoons at four and I messaged them. I was like, logic would say, skip the gym today because I have a lot of work to do. But I knew that taking that 30 minutes at the gym to invest in myself and to move my body was going to give me what I needed to finish preparing for this workshop was going to give me the energy and the excitement. And it was going to do things in me that would make me a better mom for the rest of the night to do dinner and bedtime and all the things and would make me be able to show up better here. And so maybe it doesn't seem logical. It doesn't seem like you have time. It doesn't seem like you should do that because you have so much else to do. But if you're not going to be able to do all those things because you're completely burnt out, you're exhausted, your health suffers, then what I've been there. I've been to the bottom. I remember very clearly sitting on my couch on my laptop working at like midnight one night a couple years ago when I was in the survival cycle. And I wasn't really even eating that much or that well. And I just had come to the bottom where I had to reach out and ask for help. My health was in such a bad place. Oh, I hope you guys hear us and hear this heart that it is for you. Like we don't want you to get to that place. We want you to be able to see these little glimmers of resiliency where you can do these small little things, walking, journaling, investing in yourself that will add up to so much more in the long run. Yes. Your body truly keeps score. Yes. All these things that we're telling you. It's either you decide to invest in yourself or your body's going to make that decision for you. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're here to tell you because we have walked this road and we didn't listen for a long time. And many of you don't, if you're new here and you don't know me as well, I literally have walked through a season of having panic attacks for two years. And it all stems from me not caring for myself. It stems from me not nurturing and nourishing and tending to myself the way that God says, your body is a temple. Your body is good. Your body is, it takes care of you. And so why do we not want to take care of it? And we, that's why we care about you so much. Like truly we, I'm the kind of friend at church. I'm like, how are you caring for yourself? It's literally me. It says, I want it so much for every woman because you are worthy of caring for. You're worthy of tending to. Thank you.